Hey guys, it's Dr. Boca and Rachel Silver Cohen, and we are back for our next season. And this time we are talking about our semi senior moments, actually, Rachel semi senior moments, but a few of mine as well. So we hope you like this episode. We're not sure you're going to remember to join us on Wednesdays. We're not sure we're going to remember to have you check and give us feedback at the end. But if you do, it would be most appreciated. Enjoy this episode. What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you missed us as much as we missed you. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. It is another episode, another season of you name it, Unpolished Therapy. Welcome back, Dr. Boca. How are we today? Hey, Rach. We are doing really well. I mean, it almost sounds crazy to hear you say like we're back. It went so quickly, and yet it felt like forever. So I'm so happy. This has always been my little oasis in the week, and I'm happy to see you and happy to see your smiling face. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you and happy Wednesday to our listeners. It does feel great to be back on the air. Although I will tell you, if we're being honest, it was a needed break, I think. I actually enjoyed having a little bit of a hiatus or downtime Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, a little peace and quiet, or I mean, it's always unpolished in my world, but (laughs) it was nice to kind of not have the schedule mayhem that we seem to always have when we're quote unquote on. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, I traveled and early on in the summer I traveled and then I was almost like, you know, I was getting these text messages from my friends and they're like, like, where are you guys? Like, Not And they didn't mean like, where on vacation are you? They were like, where are you and Rachel? I'm listening. I'm waiting for you to drop. And I know you went on hiatus, but I guess they thought that that hiatus was going to be like one week or something. And I almost forgot that this is what we do. You know, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I have to go back and do this. And I did miss it, but I did kind of forget about you. Sorry. Well, that's okay. Listen, I've I've been I've been told a lot worse about (laughs) me. So if you (laughs) forgot me. No harm, no foul. And these days, I am forgetting what I'm forgetting because I'm forgetting so much lately yeah. that I'm just happy I remembered to log on today to, to get back into the swing of things with you. So that is a small victory, and I will take it. Good. Look at you taking small victories. Look how far you've come over these years. But I think that what you're saying is actually something that I've been noticing also, not only with myself, but amongst friends and patients and family members is memory's gone. And I know that we've done an episode. I sort of was trying to remember the episode that we previously did on memory, but I remember giving you three words and you going into a state of panic that you couldn't remember all three words by the end of the episode. You're not actually going to think that I'm going to remember the three words from like 70 episodes ago, are you? Because no way. Shit, I don't remember what the three are. (laughs) So no, I don't expect you to remember. But the idea being that I have noticed a progression of senior moments or aging moments or just moments where I'm like, huh, like, what is that? Is that, you know, my memory's really going or is this hormonal? Is this stress? Is this, it wasn't significant or important enough for me to remember to begin with? So I don't know, I've, but I have noticed it. 
Well, if memory loves company, (laughs) then I too am in that same boat. And I don't know if they're real senior moments or if these are like semi-senior moments, but I have been having them a lot also. And it's interesting that you're saying that, or at least what I'm hearing is, is it because A, B, C, or D? Is it because it's perimenopause? Is it because it really wasn't all that important to begin with? Is it because it wasn't a priority, et cetera, et cetera. And in a way, Dr. Boca, that makes me feel better because when I have these senior semi moments, mm-hmm. I then go into a little state of like unpolished panic because I, I worry out of the gate, like, oh my God, what just happens, right? But now that you're saying maybe there's a hierarchy of the importance of what we're remembering and what we're not, it does make me feel a little bit better. I guess it makes me feel better that it took me an entire week to remember to send my kid a pair of sneakers that he asked for at camp <laughs> that I completely spaced and forgot about. And I and I guess like not for anything, like it wasn't that important to me. Like you have 16 mm-hmm. other pairs of sneakers and I was annoyed even when he asked me that he needed it. And I said, okay, because I wasn't going to say no, but it took me a solid week to remember that I didn't do it. And then I didn't want to have to keep remembering that I was blowing it off. So I just sent them. (laughs) But to your point about like what's important and what's not, does that matter? Is what I'm asking you. I mean, it does. It's also like what kind of state of mind are you in when you're trying to remember something? So I'm sure you heard about like the primacy and recency effect where we remember usually when we're studying or learning something, we remember the first thing we learned and we remember the last thing we learned and everything kind of in the middle is the ones that are forgotten. I'm sure you've heard of that. You forgot that from college. (laughs) Remember that. Right. Also, if you're listening to music, you know, and there's a certain emotional place that you're in, sometimes it's easier to remember it relative to the song you were listening to, or if you're stressed, it's harder to retain information. If you're sitting in front of a computer and reading it and everything's quiet, it's sometimes easier to remember that. But also, look, not going to lie, hormones play a big role in this. And as we get older, lots of my female clients talk to me about, you know, do I have dementia? Do I have an inability to recall anything? Is this hormonal? Is this the brain fog of COVID? So there's just a lot of a lot of stuff. We start to get nervous, or at least I start to get nervous when I can't remember. What you can't remember. Right. I wasn't going there, but the longer term things, Mm. you know, because our long term memory is usually the last to go and our short term memory is the first to go. So, and so if you're stressed and moving 100 miles per hour, you're not going to remember what you just had for breakfast four hours ago. But oh my God, there, wait, I just remembered something. When you said breakfast, I remember (laughs) that you say it in such a fucked up way. Yes, thank you. It's such a non-doctor professional way to say the word. Like, let's practice together. Breck. Say it with me. Breck. Breck. Fist. Fist. Breakfast. Breakfast. Not breakfast. Well, but if you say it fast, it's look. Rach, I don't think you're the one who should be talking to me about like about diction. Like accents and words. <laughs> I mean, let's let's just, you know, call a spade a spade. And look, my husband would be having a field day with you because he makes fun of that word all the time and thinks it's just absolutely crazy that I can't speak intelligently about it. But I don't want to go off topic because I'll okay. forget and not remember right, right. what I was talking about. But your short-term memory is most likely to go first. So if you're concerned about the short-term memory, I wouldn't be surprised. 
And the long-term memory, like when you can remember your Color War songs from when you were mm-hmm. 10, or you can remember yeah. you know, your phone number from when you were a child or your best friend's phone number from before you were yeah. 13. Those are the things that tend to stay with us forever. And so you right. feel even crazier because you're like, how can I remember you know, what color that person's living room was that I right. grew up in? Right. 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 But I can't remember what I just said to somebody 10 minutes ago. And quite frankly, I don't even remember if this was supposed to be the topic that we were supposed to do right now. I, I honestly don't know. But anyway, now it is. Yeah. And uh, listen, uh, now I'm trying to remember all the little things and the nuances throughout my days currently that really kind of bug me out when I don't remember. These are little things, but over time, like for instance, I, you know, the place where I go to do my yoga, you have to like sign up in advance and you have to pick a spot and you get a number. And I never remember that when I sign up, which is fine. But then you go and you check in and you tell them who they are and they give you your mat and stuff. And then they tell you what spot you're in. Okay. Oh my God. they tell me the spot. I say, thank you. I walk away literally. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. Four seconds later, I turn around and I say, wait, what spot did you say? Right. I didn't remember. And yeah. then they tell me and I say, oh, we're all right. 42, 43, you know, whatever. And then I put my stuff in the locker and then I come back out. We do what, this is a whole dance we do every day. And I'm like, wait, what did you say? Rachel Silvercombe was like, what spot am I? 42. And I'm like, oh yeah, 42. Thank you. Okay. okay. And then I get the stuff and I walk in, Dr. Bro, I'm not Joe. I walk out again. Like that's a problem. And they're like, Rachel, 42. (laughs) You're not focusing. I, what, do I just not care or do I have a problem? No, I don't think it's either. I think you're busy multitasking and you're probably knowing how your brain works. You're Mm -hmm. thinking about what I have to do after yoga and Right. And who I'm going to see when I walk in there, you know, how am I going to get through this? Okay, I have this amount of time to get ready before I have to either do work or something else or five other thoughts have entered your mind. I mean, just listening to the process of having to get to yoga, I thought we're supposed to be all Zen at yoga. That would have stressed me out. You know, I call it Noga. It's not yoga. I know, (laughs) but it sounds awful. I mean, that's, I would probably struggle too, but it's the same thing, Rach. And I, you know, look, for me, it's a hundred times worse because I don't have facial recognition. And that's what most people would say is just, I'm not paying attention, but I think Mm -hmm. it's way more than that. But when somebody says their name and you swear you're going to remember it, you even use it in the sentence. It was nice to meet you, you know, Sally. Mm-hmm. And I walk away and I'm like, wait, what was the person's name? <laughs> I know. And I don't remember it. I used to be very good at that. And now I'm going to actually call myself out on the fact that the reason I don't care so much about not remembering people's names anymore is that that I know I'm only listening with half of an ear. It Mm -hmm. is embarrassing. I read something actually the other day where I saw one of those like stupid little meme things about um, Shazam, but for remembering people's names. (laughs) Right. And I got such a kick out of it. Yeah. Right. I want to paint a picture though, because again, this is not real therapy, everyone. I know we haven't been on the air in a long time. So let me just remind you our disclaimers, as unpolished as they may be, but this is not real therapy. Dr. Boca and I are just spending our Wednesday together catching up, talking about what we remembered that we forgot. And we want to protect her license. So just bear that in mind. But 
Dr. Boca, I do want to tell you about a semi-senior moment that happened that is a leg up from just, I don't remember what spot I'm in in the yoga class, or I didn't remember Sally's name after Sally just introduced herself to you or I. This happened over the last couple of months. And actually this, I it's funny. And I know I'm kind of going all over the place here, but in that episode we initially did about memory, I remember telling you the story about my first real quote unquote highlighted senior moment, right? Okay. When I was out to dinner with a friend mm-hmm. and I walked past her and I was like, do I know you? And yes. like we laughing, ha ha ha. But like that is now like a moment in time that I won't forget. So the story that I sort of want to relate to you is another moment in time kind of under the same guise. And I want your professional thoughts on this, even though, again, this is not real professional therapy here. So I was meeting a friend for drinks at her at her club, and we invited a local friend of mine. Okay, so three of us. We had a time set, and you know, I'm pretty astute when it comes to time, and I'm never late. And I pulled in, you know, six minutes early, which for me is on time. And I noticed in my rear view mirror, my friend who we had invited was behind me. Okay. She didn't see me, but I saw her and I pull in. And as I'm pulling in through the gate, my friend who initially invited us, she was the host. She and I get a text from my friend who's behind me saying, hi, I'm in the middle of something. I'll be there, you know, when I can. And I'm thinking to myself, that's weird because she's right behind me, but bygones. Okay. So I pull in and I go up to park my car and I get out of the valet and I go inside to the clubhouse and this is not where I'm supposed to be. I just knew this, something's wrong. This is not the plan that we had agreed upon and they're not there anyway. So I walk out and I am like, okay, well, maybe they met the other part of the community or whatever. So I walk down to another part where they have like a happy hour kind of thing, whatever. And lo and behold, now there's really nobody there. Like the place Mm -hmm. is empty. And I also want to paint the picture that like, you know, here in Florida, like when it rains and like, it's like, wet. Well, obviously, (laughs) clearly when it rains, we're not that deranged yet, but yes, when it rains, it's wet, but um, the rain had just stopped and it was steamy and sticky and hot. And like, you could like swim through it. And it was almost like eerie because there was not a soul around. Like you couldn't see another person, hear another person, no footsteps, nothing. And I really, Dr. Boca was out of sorts. Okay. Cause Mm. I, I I didn't know what was happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I now walk around and it's like creepy and I don't frequent at this club often. So I was like, well, wait, maybe I'm not in the right place. And I got all kind of like taken aback a little. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, Rachel, focus. Okay. I sit down on a bench and I'm like, let me kind of retrace my steps a little bit, but just mentally, I didn't physically retrace my steps yet. And I sit down and I'm like, okay, I look at my watch. I'm like, I I know where, I know what time it is. I know what day I know we have, my friend was behind me. Right. So like, I'm not crazy, but then I'm like, wait a minute. Why did she text to say like she was going to be late now in my narcissistic mind? I'm like, oh my God, are they having a surprise party for me? Okay. So I, totally thought they were having a surprise party. But then, okay, before the narcissism really took over, I'm like, but wait, what month are we in? Like, is it my birthday? Mm -hmm. Is it not my birthday? (laughs) That took me an extra minute to figure out what month we were in. Okay. So that I was scared about that. Okay. Then I realized what month we were in. Clearly it was not my birthday, unless it was a very early surprise. Okay. And then I say, you know what? I'm going to call my other friend who was the hostess. Now, Mm -hmm. my other friend who's the hostess literally 
was born with a cell phone attached to her. So okay. like she's definitely picking up the phone, right? She doesn't pick up the phone. Oi. So now I'm like, what the fuck? She's not picking up the phone. Call her again, not picking up the phone. Call her again, not picking up. Now I'm like, something is awry, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be so overdramatic here, but I'm telling you, it, I felt off. Yeah. I didn't know where I was. There wasn't a soul to be had. I'm now in a second covered structure where there's no one around. The girl that was behind me that doesn't know she was behind me, but was supposed to be with us is now saying she's not going to be there on time. So now Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I see dead people? Like, was that a ghost? I'm so confused. My friend who always answers the phone, no matter what, is not answering the phone. And I was shook. I'm sure. No, literally. No, I'm sure you were. That's frightening. So then I'm like, all right, take a deep breath. I'm now physically going to retrace my steps and I'm going to go back to to the first place that I was. And I go back. And I walk inside and it still does not seem as though this is the right spot, but at least now there's humans Mm -hmm. around and I hear some music and whatever. And I keep walking. I'm like, this can't. And I also, by the way, like, I was like, is it because I didn't have the right glasses on? I thought, you know, I'm blind half of the time. (laughs) I put the right glasses on. And then all of a sudden down, I don't know, 30 yards, whatever, I see my friends and I take this deep sigh of relief. And when I see them, it's like, And maybe this is where like the therapy piece comes in. Like when you're so relieved Mm -hmm. that you're happy, but you get so emotional because I was like, oh my God, I'm okay. And I got notably choked up. Also bear in mind, I was six minutes early when I initially pulled Mm -hmm. in. And now just to keep it in perspective of the time frame, it's about quarter after. So for me, that's like I'm dead in a lake somewhere and like I got hit by a car or abducted or whatever. That's super late for me. And I see my friends and then I get like all choked up. But now I'm like, don't lose it, Rachel. Like I'm fine. They're there. But I start to tell them what happened and they could see that I was shucking up. Of course. I mean, Rachel. This I isn't cut. This isn't usual it, it, for you. No. And then they were like, "Well, where were you?" Like, like because I was late. I'm like, "You got. You don't understand what just happened. I've been here. I just was not here. And by here, I mean I don't even know if I was on like the same playing field, like mm. mentally, as the rest of us. And I'm like, I don't want to get emotional, but oh my god. And then I start telling. I'm like, and then I thought you were having a surprise party for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that broke the ice because we all started laughing, whatever. I needed a drink so badly, but then I'm like, is that what I should be doing? Should I be putting alcohol in my already mentally off brain? Like, Dr. Boca, what just happened? So I don't know. However, what typically happens is when something happens in the course of our planned routine or what it was that we were expecting when we get off course and then other things start to reinforce or the lenses, like I like to say, the glasses that we have on, we start filtering in all the information in that negative way. So when you saw the friend behind you, like it's one thing to walk up to a room and be like, this doesn't feel right. And normally your normal response would probably have been to text or call one of the two of them. But because she, you had seen her behind you and she texted that she was going to be late, you funneled it in like, this doesn't make sense. And now you're like, well, where am I? So you go off to someplace else and then there's nobody there. So that further supports that Mm -hmm. you are losing your mind. But when I sat down, I want you to know, and I don't, the weather, you know, people's moods are affected by the weather. If it's a beautiful sunny day and the birds are chirping and there's kids splashing in a pool and you hear music, like 
it may not have been as grim as it was, but because mm-hmm. it was like murky and dark and hot and that in and of itself is like such a confusing sure. feeling if you wanted to like attach a, a description to mm-hmm. it, weather or like temperature, the whole thing, I felt like I was like in a bad horror, horror film. movie. Almost. Well, and that's what I was going to say. The way you're describing it sounds like exactly how horror films play out. Yeah. It's like one step, which leads to assuming something and changing the course yeah. of that, which then puts you into a, a more threatening environment, which then you internalize like, oh my God, there's nobody here. And then the music changes. and the... So I appreciate all of that. And I appreciate how scary it was. If it was really a memory thing though, okay? Mm-hmm. You would not have been there at the right time, right place. You wouldn't have necessarily even known who you were going to be there with. I was a little surprised when you walked in that because I was going to ask you about this and it made sense later, but why did you not walk around inside to see that? I did. Party? The first time I did. Yes. I walked, I, I did a whole like. Oh, okay. A, and a nobody whole, was. Okay. And then I course corrected because first of all, like it looked like I was in the, in the, <laughs> on the set of Cocoon. Okay. Everyone was like 114 years old. And I'm like, this can't be it. Like we're here for happy hour. Like this is not what, what, what we signed up for. Telling to me. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not even buying this. Right. And I'm like, I'm wrong. Like the happy hour for like the young people must be somewhere else. I guess I have it wrong. And that's, mm-hmm. and I was so, and again, maybe this is back to my all or none, but, but my mental acumen was so on point that I knew for a fact, this cannot be right. This is not what a Friday night looks like the way that the picture had been painted to me, which is why I then went to like one of the other bars or location, which I was even surprised I sort of knew where it was. Right. Because again, right. I this is not a place that I hang out with often, which is why when I sat down on the bench to kind of like recalibrate myself, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, hold on. Am I at the right country club? Like right. even that, I started thinking. Like self doubted yourself about all of this. I was not sure, and I will tell you again. Maybe this is narcissistic. Maybe this is just being overconfident. But if there's anyone that I want to be with in an uncomfortable situation, it's me because I trust my gut and I kind you of feel like I know how to get myself in and out of things. And I've been on my own for so long that I don't really rely on others. And in this moment, I was just like dude, we, meaning me, Mm -hmm. we're in trouble right now because we Mm -hmm. do not know where we are. And I don't know what to do because no one's answering the phone and I'm lost. Like that's another word too. I'm using the word lost. Mm -hmm. And I was scared. I was scared until I wasn't. And then it was another thing that I'm putting on my list now of like these semi-senior moments that I have to write down in a notebook because I was fucked up from it. So I would tell you that this isn't memory related. This is you were caught off guard. Something Mm -hmm. didn't make sense. You filtered in all this information and then it became highly emotional. And when we get highly emotional, when we're under duress or fear or whatever word we want to use, everything kind of becomes cloudy, right? So let me ask you a question though, real quick. When Mm -hmm. you said this isn't memory, this is blah, 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 right? If this had happened to someone who was 22, 25, 38, you know, I'm making that up from like, you're just younger. Mm -hmm. Would that have been a memory thing or? No, it's because there's the same cloudiness in your head. You wound up at the right place at the right time. What happened was your bearings didn't make sense with the story of what you were given, right? And so at that point, you got confused. 
right? You started second guessing yourself, which is not a natural thing for you, Rach. You just said, if I'm going to be in a bad situation, I want to be, I'm picking me, right? Your me let you down. Yeah. Right. And that you were overcome by fear. You were overcome by concern. You were overcome I see you want to say something to me. Well, no, I, but I, because I, I don't want to forget what the yeah. question before about the age thing. Like, if this had happened to someone who was younger, not necessarily fear have taken over, or because of my age and my my worry about the, this memory issue because of all the things that are going right. on in our as we get older, would a younger person have reacted the same way? That's the question. So I don't know. I, right? I don't know. My guess is these younger people aren't feeling vulnerable. They're not okay. feeling, they're not questioning their memory. They probably believe that they are more, you know, what's the with word it? when you, what was it? With it? No, <laughs> no. No, because I was literally being like, oh my, like in the moments of me being cloudy, mm-hmm. I was having clear conversation with myself that went like, oh my God, you're losing it. Oh right. my God, well, am I losing it? I'm right. losing it. I've right. lost it. But exactly that. When you start going in that direction, do you think yeah. that's going to calm you down? No. Do you think you're going to get clear? <laughs> no. No, you're all, you're just going to start to spiral under those negative lenses, right. Right? right? And so what I'm saying is the younger people, they feel more invincible. They're not afraid of that. And they're going to sit there and be like, ah, I either messed up the time, I messed up yep. the date, I messed up the place, or I'm 10 minutes early or six minutes early or whatever it is, I'm going to go back to my car and wait a couple of minutes and see what happens, right? Okay. But what happened was you got a little disoriented because yeah. it didn't make sense to you, but then you started to spiral, okay? That's the word, uh, disoriented. You were I disoriented. Disoriented. I Which, was unpolishedly disoriented and it fucked me up. Yes. And you're not the type of person who tends to lose control. Okay. And so when you get disoriented, you lose control. You don't know your bearings. You don't know your surroundings. You don't feel confident. And you start funneling in worst case scenarios saying to yourself, am I losing it? Am I losing it? Yeah, No, I'm not losing it. Am I really losing it? Right. That's not going to get you out of it. What's going to get you out of it is going back to your car, sitting down, going through your text messages and saying, oh, Right. Okay. I am at the right place. This is the right country club, you know, based on my text messages. Mm -hmm. This is the right date. This is the right time. So either they're not here and they flaked or I'm in the wrong area here. So I'm just going to text them and see if one of them responds. But you got yourself so disoriented, you couldn't come back from that right away. Well, okay. That would all be well and good if three days later, this didn't happen. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You didn't (laughs) add this part. I am... And so, and I'm buying what you're selling now. I think okay, you're right. Thank you. Like I think I got disoriented. In this next scenario, folks, in the next episode where Rachel has really lost <laughs> her mind, this I think, I, and I'm diagnosing myself before I even tell you the story. And this is probably even more dangerous, Doctor Boca, because this is where accidents happen when you're not paying attention and you're not focused on what you should be focused on. So okay. I, I basically just like gave the punchline before the story, but I'm going to land the plane now. What okay. happened three days later was I was on my way to an appointment and I needed to get gas. Okay. And where the appointment was, was not on the way to where I normally would get gas. So I stopped at a different gas station. And that's an important part of the story because again, disoriented with, you know, you're not in in your normal, regular routine. So, and I was on empty, which should be no surprise to anyone listening to this podcast who knows me for real because I am, I guess, 
I have a thing with like, I need to see that we're on full blown E empty before I think it's important to get gas. Don't ask me why, but the car is on empty. And that's when I really, yeah. Isn't that weird for someone who's like very organized? I like wait to the last possible second. And I know if my dad is listening right now, I'm going to get a call after this podcast and he's going to yell at me because for years he's been saying, why do you wait? It's not good for the car. And I'm like, what, how does the car know? Like, <laughs> it's not good for it you. Gives, it gives me this whole rigmarole as to, well, when, when, you know, there's like dirt at the bottom of the, of the, um, gas thing, whatever it's, it's not good for the engine and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I guess I've been very busy and I don't get gas until the light goes on. Anyway, light was on. I go to get gas, but of course I was on my way somewhere and my normal gas station was out of the way. So I go somewhere else. Okay. Go somewhere else. Now this is the part where I guess as you get older and your memory gets fucked up, you cannot walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was on the phone while I was pumping the gas. Okay. Which you shouldn't do, but okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, that, that's a story for another day, mom. But nonetheless, I'm on the phone and I get out everything out and I pump the gas, whatever, and I'm chit-chatting away and of course solving the world's problems. And now the gas is done and I put everything back in the thing and I get in the car and I drive away and I look at the dashboard and there's something so like validating when you see the gas, like I guess when you drive around on E, it feels great when you see the needle move all the way back to, to full, right? So I'm driving and like the needle's not moving. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. Like it's still not empty. Now, when I tell you I'm not like in the gas, I, I have driven away. I am nowhere near the gas station now. Like I'm gone. But I'm noticing that the thing's not moving. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to go back to the gas station. Like, that's so peculiar. Like, maybe something's wrong. I go back to the gas station. And I I actually, at this point, say to my friend, you know what? I'm going to have to deal with the gas station. I'm going to have to call you back. Well, that's a good, that's <laughs> so a good I choice. I the phone and I go up, you know, I'm like all, you know, huffing and puffing. And I go into the thing and I'm like, hi, I was literally just here. I was like, Pump number six, it was $35. And I don't know, the, the needle's not moving and it still says that I'm on empty. Can you please check? So the guy, he doesn't say a word. He just looks at me. He already hates my guts, right? And he does whatever he does in the computer and he looks at me and he goes, ma'am, you, I can't even say this with a straight face now. He goes, you never pump the gas, okay? So I said, what do you, I never pumped the gas? I said, what do you mean? It was $35, the $35. And, oh, and by the way, I remember saying to myself, huh, I'm at a different gas station. It was only $35. Like, I'm going to come back here. I guess gas prices have gone down, right? Oh, $35 was from whoever was, was the there last before? person before mm. me, right? So in, and I sat there like an asshole <laughs> pumping the gas that I wasn't pumping. This guy now looks at me like, you're crazy because you never pressed the button. You didn't pump the gas to the point where I put everything back in and drove away only to realize that I never did anything. And that, my friend, <laughs> is the story of my life and what has been going on as of late. And I'm losing it. Or again, the disorientation or that I'm not able to walk and chew gum at the same time, or clearly I can't talk on the telephone and pump gas at the same time. Okay. That's called distraction. Okay. okay. What was happening there? Yes. As we get older, we are less effective with distractions. Okay. And we only have so much focus on one thing that we're capable of doing. No bandwidth. No bandwidth. Cannot multitask. Exactly. It gets less and less. Okay. 
And this was such an insignificant multitask because you were on the phone and pumping gas to things that, you know, really require not a lot of focus. And you were already a little disoriented being at your other place. But I, so again, not a memory issue, Rage. This is just you not being focused. But I have to tell you, I now remember why I love my. Why I love my Wednesday so oh, okay. much. Because <laughs> it makes I, you more normal? Well, no, no. I haven't laughed this hard oh. in a very long time. Okay, and what good. I love about the fact that this isn't real therapy is that I can laugh oh. when you tell me these stories. I love it. And try not it. to when my patients tell okay. me. Um, because that is great. That is why I don't have a gas car and I have an electric car. Oh, that's car. right. Well, it would, I mean, for you, it would be the same thing as if like, what's going on? I charged the car all night only to realize that you never plugged it in. Right. That's basically what the parallel is. Right. And I do it at my house. So the only person that I could turn to would be myself. I can't right. go to the gas man and right. say, you know, I don't Excuse understand. Me. It said $35. Right. Come in. So again, Let me reassure you here that everything that you are talking about falls within the realm of disorientation and distraction. I am not saying that your memory is superb. If you're really questioning it, and if any of our listeners are questioning their memory, definitely let's talk to our primaries to get a referral. If they think it's necessary, they will do that, that like, quick and dirty memory test that I did with you, a mental status exam, but I don't think that this is something that you should now start driving yourself crazy about. These are senior moments, and we call them senior moments because as we get older, they happen. But that's not, you know, a real senior moment is literally forgetting. Dr. Bogan, I get that. I'm going to even go so far to say that these aren't even senior moments for us. These are semi-senior moments. Okay. It may be a senior moment when I went to go take the dog for a walk, and I realized I had the leash, but not the dog. (laughs) (laughs) That might be one for the record books also. But I'm like, let's go, let's go. And I literally walked outside with the leash, shut the door. And I was like, oh my God, the dog. (laughs) I mean, come on. I know it's hot here in Florida, but like my brain is not that fried. No, it's not. And what I would say to you is you are just either doing too much stuff at one time and you need to slow down. Right. Or something had just happened to you that like, you know, set you off. One of your kids called and they needed something or your boss called and he needed he or she needed something or your parents called and needed something. A friend called, you know, kind of disoriented you again and took you off task. But again, let let, um, you know, my disclaimer to everybody is we don't want to mess with memory. And if we start to see not distraction, but memory things. That's what I was going to say. I forgot. Give me an example of what like a real memory problem that is something we should raise an eyebrow to would be. So somebody tells you they're having surgery tomorrow and you say Mm -hmm. to yourself, okay, I'm going to make a mental note that I need to call them for their surgery and I'm going to make it a priority. I'm going to put it in my calendar. The calendar clicks and you see it and you still forget to do that. Or you're trying to recall a recipe that you have made a hundred times and you sit there and you're like, wait a minute, like something is not right here. I've done this a hundred times and I can't figure out what I forgot. And you go through everything and you keep forgetting the same thing over and over. Then you start to say, hmm, because that has a little bit more history to it. You know, I can't remember, and we all do this, but if we are doing this at all the time, leaving the stove on, can't remember where we put our keys, 
I don't know how many times I've done the, where's my cell phone? Where's my cell phone? Where's my cell phone? I'm on and my cell holding, phone. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yep, but done again, that. if I can sit back and say, I really can't remember where I, you know, what is happening and I'm not doing anything and I have nothing else on my mind, that's concerning. Trying. Have you ever called someone in a panic to say, Dr. Boca, I'm freaking out. I need your help. I can't find my phone. But you used your phone to call the person to say that I've you done, can't find I've your phone. I've done it. I've done it. That yes. may or may not have happened here on Unpolished Therapy. <laughs> That's happened to me. I mean, and again, here, I'll give you an example. I, My daughter came to me the other day and I was in the middle of doing something. And she said to me, she goes, mom, she goes, our EOC tests, you know, test results came out. I got a five. Okay on her hardest class. I was like, oh, that's great. Wonderful. I'm so excited for you. Then the teacher three days later sends out this whole email to all the parents saying the EOC grades are in, check your scores. We had a hundred percent passing rate, blah, blah, blah. So I text my daughter and said, I just got an email from this teacher. Make sure you check your EOC score. She calls me up two minutes later. She goes, mom, we had this conversation. I told you I got, and it wasn't that I forgot the conversation. It was when the teacher emailed it. I just, in my head was moving so quickly that I just assumed it Mm. was a different class for an EOC. I didn't make the correlation. Okay, because that's something I was raising an eyebrow as you were telling the story. Like, wait a minute, your memory is worse than my memory. Yeah, I have a guess. That's scary. Yeah, I mean, but again, I'm not walking out of my house keeping the stove on, right? I'm not keeping the the oven on. I am going to tell you my memory has definitely been struggling. Things that I used to remember, I don't remember anymore. So I have seen a progression of Mm. my memory failing a little bit, but I have incorporated new techniques and new things to help accommodate for that. Right. This is going to continue for all of us. And again, it could be hormonal. It could be stress-related and multitasking. We want to find out, is this, you know, I I said, (laughs) here's a confession for Dr. Boca. I said to my therapist, years from now, I want you to come back and remind me that this happened, that we had this conversation. And he is like, okay. And I'm like, bullshit, because you're going to be dead and or have Alzheimer's and you're not going to remember that we actually had this conversation. And I certainly am not going to remember that we had this conversation. And we both laugh because that's probably the reality. I think that I have early onset. He keeps telling me I don't, but I think it's a normal experience. We have difficulties remembering words, recalling things. You know, we're talking and we can't get the thoughts out fast enough. Sometimes it's memory, not going to lie. And if you're really concerned, get it checked out. Other times it's just we are busier than we've ever been. Mm. Wow, that's a lot to remember. Oh, it's good to be back, but I'm pumped. We're here all day, folks, or at least we're here on Wednesdays if we remember to sign on. But that is something that I put in my calendar and I will not forget. And whether I'm driving a car on empty and going to get gas and then not getting gas, whether I'm meeting friends for drinks and I have no idea where I am, I will always make it a priority, Dr. Boga, to meet you on the corner of audacity and advice because I know my wheels get spun upside down here. And it sounds as though your wheels get spun upside down too. Absolutely. I'm happy to report that that's probably a good thing because that's who we are. That's what we do here. Correct? Absolutely. That I is, know right? I, I want to remember. <laughs> yes. I want to make sure that that's what we're supposed to be doing here. You are remembering perfectly. And I want our listeners to remember that I am no better than anybody else here, right? We're the experts of our own lives. I'm just here to help sort through 
the wreckage and we all go through the same thing. So go to your doctor if you're unsure, but the more you fixate on it and the more you worry about it, the worse your memory is going to be because you are you are so anxious about it. So mm. just go to the doctor, let them figure it out. Right. All right. Well, on that note, we want you to remember that you can reach us anytime. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unpolished Therapy. You can also send us an email if we remember to read them, then we love email. So you can email us at unpolishedtherapy at gmail.com. We love your comments. We love your concerns. We love your questions. And we just love being back on the air. So with that being said, Dr. Boca, in case I've forgotten anything else, I'm going to throw it to you for the closing. No, it was awesome. And I look forward to continuing to remember to meet at the corner of Audacity and Vice. And thank you to our listeners for coming back and joining us. And I will see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. This is Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boga for Unpolished Therapy. See you next week, everybody. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone. Like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage.